and welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. To behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner, manner. Hello and welcome to episode 31.0 of the Run of My Podcast, presented as always by Juncture Magazine. Now, as I am every week, I'm your host, David Stahl, and sitting across from me via the power of the internet, looking handsome as ever, a little hairier than we're used to. It's producer Gary. It's coming in. We've got the beard coming in. It's coming in, dare I say in an interesting pattern oh as it's well. weird yo look how thick it is like down here and look and how empty like, it is right on the, right the chin here, as right well here. yeah right here a, a barren wasteland nothing here yet We're are you shaving it. at all nope i haven't even wow. like touched it up or anything this is just how it looks this is <laughs> how it is hard to believe hard to believe it looks decent right like it doesn't look like it, i don't look no, like it fucking, looks fine i don't look like a caveman you don't look like a caveman no, no. you look very good uh, you might notice people watching or listening that it's a little quieter. It's a little more empty than it normally is. That's because we're missing, again, well, two of our compadres. Caleb yeah. still doesn't want to be on camera, which we respect. Carson. Now, you might remember two two weeks in a row, a couple weeks back, Carson was, what? how do you word it? Not feeling himself. Yeah, his health took but not a, sick. Yeah, took a ra- to his health took a rain check for two weeks. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a little. He needed a little bit of a va- vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, but he, then came he came back, back last, last week. week. Yeah, gloriously had a great a great performance. Very mm-hmm. charismatic, and and we were happy to have him. Now we get a text. So yesterday he was busy, not able to podcast. So he says, "Fine, let's reschedule for tomorrow." For right now. For for what it was tomorrow yesterday. It was tomorrow yesterday, but now it's right and now. And today it's today. Yeah. Yes, right now it's right now. <laughs> and so we we scheduled a time. Everything was everything was fine. Mm-hmm. He sends us a text today. Hate to do this, my guys, but my store has been in absolute disarray over the past two days. My and store. I, I don't think I can make it now. As people might know, Carson works at a grocery store. Very busy time for people in grocery stores. Mm-hmm. My store might be a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> he might doesn't stay. own the store. Believe he it or made not. it sound like he came over on a boat to Canada and <laughs> yeah. spent like his last remaining Hungarian shekels. Oh, on my store is a in small, <laughs> a small produce store <laughs> where they sell a lot of baklava, and they're just on their last legs. And his like extended hoping. family runs it essentially. Yeah, yeah. And if he doesn't put in sixteen hours tonight, yeah. it's going under. Yeah. Um, however, that that's actually not the case. He actually works for a very large grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, that believe it or not, he has almost no equity in. So we wish him the best. We hope. I, we, I can only assume that the store has to be on its last legs to miss a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's if not Carson, even inside the store. He's working no, outside. No, he's running around handing out flyers to people, just <laughs> trying to get them in the door, going door to door, saying, please, please, I've invested. We're going under. All of my family's savings coming over to Canada and opening this very small produce store. Yeah. It's only 16,000 feet uh, in area. 
And so we hope Carson uh, the best, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll see him next week. Maybe we'll see him next week. Maybe, maybe we won't, though. We maybe we won't. Everything's a little up in the air at the moment. Mm-hmm. But we have a fun podcast planned. So we're uh, going to be recapping episode 4.0 of Tiger King, mm-hmm. which we've been doing weekly. Yep. A very exciting episode last week was an episode where we talked about Carol Baskin's husband being murdered. Mm-hmm. This week, I guess we've just forgotten about that. <laughs> kind of just stopped worrying about that. It That's just jumps just, all over the place. Just man. in the past. Yeah. Uh, do we? Can you spoil this for me, Gary? Do we, do we come back to that at any point? I don't know. I haven't seen the last episode. I feel I like we're know. How many episodes are there? Seven or six? Eight. Eight, eight total. Okay. I think there was seven. Including, they added okay. the eighth. After. Eighth isn't actually an episode that I've heard. I've heard it's just like the cast reacting and like giving backstory mm. and stuff. Like I don't think it's like a okay. Okay. There's no narrative. It's just. So like, I have a feel we're not getting any closure there. I have a feel that I'm going to be leaving this thing. Do you for think in four questions. episodes the murder will be wrapped up and we will have an answer? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think we will. I well, no. I can almost guarantee that yeah. because every police officer that I've come across <laughs> is the biggest warrant I've ever encountered in my life. <laughs> yeah, they have more open cases in one county than the rest of the world combined yeah yeah well we still haven't nailed down this arson case dude i mean <laughs> you can't even handle a simple breaking and entering yeah it's just i mean there's no way they we have, have security footage for it too like every case like oh, everyone's still a suspect everyone <laughs> is still a suspect everyone in the county for every always, case always a suspect. you haven't been able to knock one person off the list <laughs> you've been able to verify one single alibi so but before, but before I love how all of them, they're all like, I can't even rule myself out at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, even know. Oh, people might also notice we've oh, yes. dubbed this drinking episode. This also wasn't planned. Also, no uh, sponsors. I can't see. No sponsors. Hide the label. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just red. This this wine uh, was actually made by intern Darren as well. Same with been this, getting... this wine as well. <laughs> yeah, he's been crushing the grapes in he the didn't, in He the didn't basement. can yours for you? He sent over. He actually uh, gilded that glass. Oh, I'm not, wow. I don't know what you call the process of making glass. <laughs> Might what be do you gilding. Do it? Gil- it sounds. It certainly sounds like it would be. Well, I know you I blow glass, but I don't know if that's it. how you make glassware. He first blew it and then he gilded it after. Mm. But intern Darren, I don't know if you saw. He was getting some praise this week, eh? Was he? I got a me- I got a message out of the blue. Someone just saying, "I love intern Darren. Keep him around." Oh, sick! Nice. Yeah. Well, we're keeping him around. He needs that credit. Like he does need that credit. So, do you yeah. know what's up with his schooling? Because he needed one single credit, mm-hmm. but I hear due to coronavirus, they've actually taken away a number of his credits. I, it's very complicated. <clears throat> I don't want to get into it. I, yeah. I don't want to delve into privacy issues well, as well. Basically, when we hired him, he only needed the one credit, right? Yeah, we were about to, is a strong word, well, but I want to make it clear on, we haven't paid him. Took under our yeah. wing, yes. Yeah. So he was going to get the one credit at the end of the semester, essentially. But yeah. due to COVID, they took away a number of his credits, as you said. Yeah. So we're going to keep him around till the foreseeable we're, future. We're going to keep him around. We're going to see how the summer goes. Mm-hmm. If he keeps doing, like, this is above and beyond. Yeah. This is very, very good wine. If he keeps going above and beyond like this, he may... We may make a career out of intern Darren. Yeah, yeah, he may be an executive intern in a year's time. Yeah, and the school is telling me we can award him multiple credits as long as he does a good job and sticks around for long enough. I think I think enough, I think yeah. they were saying he needs ten more credits, and you can earn up to one credit per year, I believe, on this podcast. So <laughs> okay, he's sticking okay. around for 
at least 10 more years. Minimum decade. So, yeah. I, again, very promising opportunity. And he's really branching out in a lot of different spheres. I almost forgot, though. And and don't worry. Before we touched the, the wine, before we got in the podcast, we washed up. We did some personal housekeeping. But we got to do some podcast housekeeping as well before we jump in. Now, first mm-hmm. things first, JunctureMagazine.com, Volume 7, is out. We've had a lot of good feedback, a lot of readership so far, which, you know, I was hoping for. People are in their houses. This is a really good issue. I was expecting high readership numbers. And, yeah. and we've re- received them so far. But if you haven't checked it out, JunctureMagazine.com. Follow us on Instagram, at JunctureMagazine. Rate, review, Subscribe to the podcast. Like us on Facebook. (laughs) Dude, I swear, more views every day. Every day. Really? We got 10 10, shout out on the podcast. 10 new views. I don't know what, dude, there's, I promise you, I'm not keeping a secret, guys. There's nothing on there. There's not going to be anything (laughs) on there. They keep revisiting. Like, I know there's something here. They're just, I like, I'm not lying to you. There's no secret. There's no bonus podcast hidden on there. Maybe I got to start like, posting codes that don't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. They post random letters and like maybe like a picture of a unrelated treasure map. Like start throwing people off the set. But before we jump in to Tiger King, we got to hit up a couple social media topics beforehand. Mm-hmm. So first things first, I've been one to ridicule the Instagram challenges. Mm-hmm. And I've said before, even if I want to do one, even if I want to do the 30-day song challenge, can't. Because I, I I don't want to come across as a hypocrite. However, I'm going to co-sign just one. Mm-hmm. Just one. And that is the Bill Clinton challenge, baby. That one is cool to me. A, the, the biggest part is it just looked so cool. Mm-hmm. I like and the format. The, there's a strict I like the, format. I like Everyone format. has to follow. It's not too much. Yeah. As well, like it's just four. It's not a video that I have to watch of you doing push-ups it's, uh, in your yes. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was into that one alone. I got a little bit of flack because I posted a on, well, I posted on two accounts and then I, I respected intern Darren's as well. So basically intern Darren is a lot of the time like a child of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, we're almost like father figures since his own father figure, Chris Harrison. We won't get into it for legal reasons, but is absent. So basically we had three posted between Juncture, Intern Darren, and us. So we got a little bit of flack for that. However, I got the most hate from someone on Twitter who messaged me. Did you about, post it on Twitter as well? So he pretty much asked for people to send him theirs on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like as a DM him. or just like respond no, to his just tweet? Like, t- yeah, just tweet, yeah, tweet yeah. your thing. And, Look, this is someone who I, I like him. I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't say we're friends, but uh, is he a junkhead? He he and he is a junkhead okay. as well. So so that yes, he is a junkhead. But so I basically picked Channel Orange mm-hmm. in in one of my four. I picked. I also had a Frank album. Ocean album on mine. Blonde. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you can't go wrong. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought safe pick. I picked a tribe called Quest, Bahamas, Frank Ocean, mm-hmm. and, and who's my fourth? Oh, and Kanye. I yeah. mean, you can't, oh, man. He didn't know who Bahamas were. Yep. I don't. I would almost guarantee that he didn't know uh, the Tribe album as well. Did you get any follow up, or you just think he didn't know? 
This is all. This is <laughs> no. He said he didn't know Bahamas. Which oh, he said okay. But what about the tribe called Quest? You're just assuming he didn't know who they were. Just, just no, uh, no, no response. It okay. was Midnight Marauders. Oh, okay. uh, so a little bit of a throwback one. I think it was 1990. Yeah. But then he, <laughs> then he says, anyone that picks Channel Orange over Blonde is afraid of their own emotions. What a crazy take. Anyone who doesn't know what Bahamas is is afraid of their own emotions. Man, uh, that blew my mind. And again, I look, I respect I respect his music taste. I respect his his magazine taste as mm-hmm. well as a junkhead yeah. and his podcast taste. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like that's something you just say that you hope no one like asks a follow up question like, "Hey, what's that actually mean?" <laughs> Because I, I feel <laughs> I feel like he threw the comment. Did you, you did you should have followed up. You should have been like, Yeah, what are you even talking about? Yeah, I man, I, I said some other but I didn't yeah, I was just like, Oh, I gotta pick it for the Andre three thousand feature yeah. and Forrest Gump. Andre three thousand is the goat in my if eyes. If there's one thing I'm never gonna get into anymore at this point in my life, I feel like even at at, at twenty two, I'm done with a Twitter war. And that's, I've gotten into him before. That's completely fair. You've been a big Twitter guy over your years. I, I have been. Yeah, I've, I and so, I used to. I used to live for Twitter beefs. Yeah. I actually, I think I've told this on the podcast before. One of my last Twitter beefs, and this is one that helped me learn my lesson, was one scandal during MasterChef Junior. Did I tell you about this? <laughs> I think I did hear about. It. I don't remember the details. So I'll run but... through it quickly. So basically, I was big into MasterChef Junior. This is the Master Chef is over. This is during this like I don't, it's a period where there's there's really no cooking shows on. And I was you know in a period of my life where I was deep into cooking shows. I was mm-hmm. deep into the canon, probably before I really discovered Bachelor Nation. Yeah. So this was filling the the hole in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I I was a little bit of a hater. I was a little bit of an internet troll in an earlier iteration of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I was tweeting about this girl. I, and I think I maybe even mentioned her. And like I said that added her, her dish, or mentioned her. I think I added her. Oh. And now, junior means they're as you might assume, young. <laughs> it does mean they're about 11 or 12. And I said that her food, let's assume for the sake of argument that I didn't add her. Okay. Let's hey, Alicia, your dish fucking sucked. I said it looked like dog food. <laughs> and I didn't realize how adamant some of these fans are, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, you think, think the Bachelor the Nation rules. fans, like the Barb fans are vicious? Oh, MasterChef Junior fans are, are just insane. Yeah. And in a way, it makes sense because they're defending kids, which you would think is honorable. But they came at me a little hard <laughs> and they started the hashtag stalls a sexist. <laughs> Did I tell you that? No. Dude, they started the hashtag stalls of sexist. Oh they my started God. the narrative and Carson s- spread it. He started tweeting out stalls of sexist. They started the narrative that I was saying this because it was a 12 year old girl oh and not God. because her food looked like dog food. Yeah. That's and now so I have funny. like a, several MasterChef Junior fans tweeting out that I'm a sexist. <laughs> And I believe this was in uh, like grade twelve. I'm applying to universities. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get. I'm I'm starting my life. This is not a good time to be. Anyone's looking up your name for jobs. A, a, and... a sexist and oh. a bullier of a twelve year old. Not a good that's look. A tough look to get. Back. Yeah, yeah. Tough look to come back from. So that was one of my last Twitter beefs. So I'm not going back in that interaction. Mm-hmm. However, something that I almost like we're talking about beefs with young people. Oh yeah. I almost had a beef with a straight up baby this week, dude. <laughs> 
And I, when I first brought this up to you, yeah, you hadn't seen. Did you see the video? This you I've did. seen a video. Like I didn't really know it was like such a big thing. Oh, but I just oh. saw like a video. I was like, oh, that's a funny video. Like that's a massive baby. But I didn't realize so, there was such a big like heated like community almost. Okay, G- Gary, baby. put it in the the bottom corner right over here. Oh, that put video the video. Will be there, yeah. Okay, so pretty much you'll have seen it, but it's this just gigantic, enormous baby yeah. kind of hopping on his dad's back. And and from what I've heard, this baby is less than one years old. Yeah. Which seems inconceivable due to the sheer mass, the gargantuan size of this baby. And I'd like to make it clear that I'm not fat shaming because I don't know if it's even fat comprised. From what I saw, baby. he's not even fat. Like it's he's just, just massive. Bulk. It may be muscle. It may be fat. It may be the absorbed souls of lesser infants. I don't know. I don't know what is very well could be the flesh of his deceased father underneath him. His mother may produce muscle milk just naturally. (laughs) She may have a condition. She might. Where (laughs) you think this baby's on steroids? You think they're prepping him for like the NFL or something? Protein powder constantly, (laughs) and the baby—that's all the baby's getting. He is enormous, and. And I don't mean this. I, I say this a lot on the podcast, but I mean this in the nicest way possible. Mm-hmm. The baby terrified me. It terrifies it me too. It, seems it was scary. Insane. As someone who is on the record as being very afraid of baby dolls, a giant baby like that. I, and look, I love I love babies. Despite my brief history of bullying them, I really like kids as well. Uh, but this <laughs> baby is—it just—it—it scared the hell out of me. Do you know who's probably most afraid is its mother. Imagine having something that large coming come out, out of you. Come out of you. Oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. L- luckily, I'll I'll never I'll I'll never have to face that. Yeah. Thank However, God. okay. Although I did have beef with the baby, mm-hmm. dude, the reactions to the baby are insane. People hate this baby. Now I'm scared of it, but yeah. I have. I have at least a fearful respect for it. Yeah, that's I what, understand yeah. the power it has. And and at the end of the day, I'm wary of it, but I respect it. Other people hate this goddamn baby. Yeah. Like I'm that's, not even gonna that's say ridiculous some of the things I saw. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. And I was just thinking, like, imagine in twenty years growing up and your parents have to sit you down and say, <laughs> Look, Josiah, because I assume it has a Mennonite name because oh, it's yeah. being brought up in some sort of weird Wiccan community. Because <laughs> only witchcraft can create a baby of that sheer size. However, mm-hmm. they're going to sit him down someday on the Chesterfield and say, Josiah, we just have to let you know, before you go out into the real world, you were, for the first one year of your life, hated by millions of people on the internet because you were so, so <laughs> Big. And then they're gonna and have to explain to him what the internet is because because he's obviously he's on, he's, he's obviously Wiccan and yeah. he's grown up in an area with no internet, but obviously with unearthly powers to create babies <laughs> that could potentially kill people. Yeah, this I want to I want to see what he like. Do you think he's gonna grow up and just be absolutely massive, or do you think he's just gonna like reach a point and he's just gonna be like an average average person? Like five, I think he's the, five, I think he's an incarnation of Satan. Yeah. I think the world is probably going to end. So you think he's going to be 60 feet tall and pure red? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's well on his way. I think, yeah. I I think if he keeps growing at this same rate, uh, he could be the end of times. 
He looked like he honestly looked like to me that there was like growths like coming out like 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 almost horns like spread. A lot of people didn't even mention the the horns coming out. Yeah, people were talking about his size, but no one even talked about the the tail and the horns. That's what really got me. That's why I was kind of scared. Far more alarming. I don't want to say bad things about him because like you don't. I don't know what like kind of power he holds. Like, but why does he have a snake tongue? Yeah, no one's talking about that in the comments. Everyone's saying, "Oh, he's super big," like. He's red and has scales on him, yeah. but no one, no one even seemed worried about that. So if you're saying yes, how big of a threat does this baby pose? <clears throat> I would say an imminent threat. An might imminent be, threat might be bigger than COVID nineteen. By the way, my grandma was saying that she didn't know how to get onto the podcast. I'm starting to feel like that might be best because in one <laughs> podcast we've called a baby the end of times, <laughs> talked about me pulling kids. And uh, we're and about to talk about being a sexist. Yeah. And we're about to talk about Tiger King, where it is the it's simply the most godless, lawless show I've ever come across. It, uh, that we... county law straight up doesn't exist. Like, how do, are people getting away with all of this <laughs> yeah, stuff? Yeah. There's straight up been yeah. murder, arson, like illegal cat nothing. trade. They've ruled out no suspects in arson cases. Have you guys ever heard cases. of going undercover? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a suspect still. <laughs> Everybody's a suspect. Yeah. You haven't crossed anyone off. My wife could be a suspect. You haven't found an alibi for I a could be a suspect for all I know. <laughs> yeah, just the worst police officers ever. Yeah. You know, okay, before we jump in, I have... Damn, okay. I have a hilarious story that I'm going to save for next week mm-hmm. because... How do I... I, can, I have a way of making it. I have a plan to make the story even funnier this week. Now, that's my teaser. It's a funny story that by this time next week is going to be even funnier. So I'm so if it's not say, funny, you can just reinstall out on social media. Yes, and yeah. I will. I'll get back to cyberbullying. I'm not afraid. I <laughs> look, I've put the I've put the uh, Twitter fingers away, but they're not they're not gone for good. Yeah, they're just they're just hibernating. Those Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers <laughs> real quick. Let's just say that. But so Speaking of bullying kids, ironically, we did a lot of it last week about the kid in pajamas in the neighborhood. Yeah, we've been actually really ripping on kids on this podcast. And I stand by, and I stand by, and that's a straight up fact. I stand by. However, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a break. I haven't seen him this week. I assume he's been holed up uh, ordering jeans on Amazon because he's been catching a lot of flack from the run of my podcast. However, mm-hmm. I do have a. <laughs> so every day when I'm running, I see this other kid practicing basketball yeah every single day and he is pure proof that not everyone can be good at everything because <laughs> he practices every day yeah. for at least an hour he's there when i'm coming out he's there when i'm coming home mm-hmm. and i have to assume that he's pro- he probably gets really good grades and he's probably like really good at playing an instrument or a really funny dude because he's god awful at basketball. And God doesn't make you that bad at something without making you pretty good at something else. So I have to assume he's a talented kid. Yeah. But he might be the worst basketball player I've ever seen. He's wow. somehow getting worse with each day I run past him. And I wasn't going to bring it up <clears throat> until today. Mm-hmm. I was <laughs> I was out for a run. And I saw him in his first ever competition. Oh. He was playing against people for Little the very friendly first neighborhood time. competition. Now, first of all, we're able to make fun of him because it's irresponsible to be playing against people. So in order to enforce social distancing, if mm-hmm. I see you breaking the rules, I'm going to make fun of you on a public forum. So, and I'm got, 
if you d- guess this kid's race, Gary, just from what I've described of his basketball kill- skills so far. Same as you and me. Looks just like us. <laughs> Absolutely. Same, same build as me too. White Tall, is that like window pane behind you or whatever that is. The blinds. Yeah, yeah. He's actually that shade right here. <laughs> if If we were looking for a color paint and we could just like – Take that. It would be identical to him. Ga- Ghastly to White. Yeah. <laughs> is actually the title. A Phantom. <laughs> phantom yeah, White. Is how you might describe him. Yeah. Uh, really gang. Again, built like me. Like his limbs get in the, in the way of a lot of activities. Like an awkward Larry Bird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like Larry <laughs> Bird like, without the one defining talent. Yes. Basketball. That he was notoriously good at. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just a Just a white, white guy. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's going against two other lanky white dudes in what I can only assume is a rare one-on-one-on-one game <laughs> in half a driveway on an eight-foot... A one-on-one-on-one half-court style. Half-court style with an eight-foot hoop. Wow. It's almost not basketball. That's happening. the rarest game of basketball right there. And it was, and, and so I kept doing... I, 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 I've said before, creature habit, like to go the same route every time. Switched up my route so I could keep going by this game. Double back. Dude, 40 to 45 minute run. I saw not one basket. They were <laughs> able to dunk. It's at eight feet. Not a single basket. These dudes are huge. like they're they're maybe a couple inches shorter than me. And I didn't see a single basket. No one's playing. They just they're the only opponent was the rim and, and a lack of God given talent. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be my new update for next week. Is maybe I'll start like shouting out words of encouragement to this kid in the driveway. <laughs> yeah. You can do and it. See if he progresses. It's crazy because he's working so hard, and I've never seen such a waste of time. Maybe Think about all it's the just, he's he just not master. practicing efficiently. Like he doesn't know where to start. Well, he's shooting on an eight foot rim. That well, probably doesn't that's part help. of the problem. Yeah. Yeah, but he's also playing games in the eight foot rim. So I guess he's he's playing for in game situations on the I, the half guess, of his driveway. Yeah. You know what I mean? He joins the league finally. Hey, can we lower this thing? Like, two feet? <laughs> what's up with this rim? Why is there so much court space? <laughs> Why am I only playing against one other team? <laughs> Shouldn't there be fifteen dudes out here playing? <laughs> Shouldn't it be one on one on five on five on five? <laughs> now i want to jump in to a little bit of tiger king now mm. not a ton a lot happens this episode but i mean i don't know normally i have copious notes i don't have a ton now this episode opens okay so gary me me and carson watched together in a netflix party last week mm-hmm. you weren't able to get into netflix so you didn't watch that i forgot episode. my login so. this week i assumed you still didn't have the login yep but you had it, and I watched without you. Yep. When is the last time, hand to God, that you watched an episode of the show that we've been it's recapping been weeks. for for? It might for have been might have been months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched it. Okay, so there's like a big hype around it for like a couple weeks, and then I watched it like shortly after that hype died down. So, yeah, probably like bef- like before we started recapping for sure is the last time I watched an episode. What I will say though. Based off that, it's a show that you're meant to binge. Oh, 100%. Like, I felt myself really kind of almost forgetting about it. It's a good show. I felt myself almost forgetting about it a little this week. You could also almost watch the episodes in non-chronological order and still... Dude, 
Like, we like last episode that. had nothing to do with this week at all. We were talking about that before we started recording. Yeah. We're just never going to find out what happened to Carol's husband. That's, no, just for, that's old news, dude. <laughs> like, it's an open case. Murder. You can't have a tougher, you can't have a worse crime. And not murder. About it. It's not a murder case. It's a disappearance true, case. True, true. <laughs> disappearing person's case, and everyone's a suspect. <laughs> everyone's a suspect. Not one alibi yet. Including Don. He's a suspect himself. But I I found myself, I'm at the point where if you don't watch in succession, because when you're binging, Mm -hmm. I think you probably get caught up in it and you start to blur the lines of these people being characters and these people actually being real life human beings, right? You see, I kind of had that happen because I was like, I was kind of rooting for what's his face. Joe, Joe Exotic, yeah, yeah. But then I realized I was like, I was like, oh yeah, he seems like a decent person. Then I, I started to like say that to myself, and I was like, yeah. wait a minute, he's a crazy person or, or with a he, gun he in was... a tiger zoo in North Carolina or whatever the where yeah. he's from. This is not like a TV show. This doesn't have a producer. This mm-hmm. is a straight up real life documentary, and he's a real person, and he's in jail. Yeah, like you don't, you don't, you maybe not think that he's like a good person, but he's become such a caricature of himself mm-hmm. and a larger than life figure yeah. that you kind of separate him altogether from reality. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But Straight when up. I'm watching one a week, it's I have six days to sober to up, process that. Yeah. And what did I just watch? This <laughs> dude is actually—they're all horrible. Yeah, all they're of them. All the worst. I hate everyone on the show. I have no sympathy. I want them all to go to prison. I yeah. want them all no. I don't want them all to go to prison. I want them all to get eaten by big cats. And although that may sound savage if you haven't seen the show, I know we have a couple listeners that love to notoriously not watch the shows that we recap. But I then keep saying, watch our recaps of the show. May, makes a lot more sense when we're recapping something we've seen. But yeah. all these people like they're it's all warranted. That they're the worst. And maybe the most egregious act we've seen so far opens episode four where Joe Exotic is listening to his own album <laughs> in his pickup truck. In his pickup truck. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Says, oh, man, this is how I open every day. This is how you open every <laughs> day? To your own music? Like, what the? Like, I understand mm. listening to, like, your own podcast to make sure it sounds all right. Maybe once. But yeah. you're starting every day? Every day. Listening every to your day. own album? How many albums does this in. guy have? Do you think? Because he makes a lot of music. Oh man, I wish I had the titles off 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 the top of my head here. But uh, he has. Uh, it's worth googling for sure. Because I looked up the titles of the albums. I know he has. I think he has just two. Um, okay. But one of them is. Oh, I found. I met a tiger. It's. I. I mean, of course, one <laughs> mentioned the tiger. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we jump into kind of the idea of the TV show. And Rick immediately is kind of, and I wrote this note down before we get into uh, the rest of Rick and Joe's contract beef, where Rick essentially tells Joe, look, man, I own, I own you. All the mm-hmm. footage that I've taken is mine. mine. You yeah. signed the contract. Yeah. And they kind of paint him as a future nemesis right off the bat before we find out anything about that. Because Rick... I mean, Rick is, I guess, one of the more moral people in the show. Mm-hmm. He's still a, a scumbag, though. Like he talks about, I don't really give a shit about this dinky little yeah, internet show. Yeah, trying to make money. I'm, I'm here for the yeah. This is my the retirement reality fund. show. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, <clears throat> I guess probably at the time he knew he was taking advantage of just an abhorrent person. Yeah. 
But still, I mean, yeah, you're taking advantage of of someone who clearly has no business acumen whatsoever. Yeah. He's definitely also, one of the more real, like more down to earth, if you can yeah. say that about him. Just like in the he, show, he knows where he is, he knows the situation, and he knows he's dealing with crazy people. Yeah, and right after we're introduced to the TV show, man, has anyone caught more straight bullets than Howard Baskin? First of all, I call him Howard Baskin because I have to assume that he took Carol's last name. Oh, yeah. 100%. There's no way he didn't, right? No, I haven't yeah. looked that up, but there's no he way he He was on a leash in his wedding photos. Yeah. He's taking Wait, her last name. Her name was Baskin, right? It's not I think so. Beforehand? Yeah. Oh, I don't actually know. Yeah. No, I think it is. It has yeah. to be, right? It has to be. Let's just say it has to be. It has to For be. For the sake of that joke being kind of funny, I think it has to be. Howard took her last is. name. If nothing else, she took his last name, and then it just became hers. Yeah, and, it, and he abandoned name. it. Let's be real. I'm looking it up right now. It's are you name. okay? Yeah, it's hers. Is it is. He took it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was. I researched it for two research. seconds, but <laughs> yeah. it's it's her know, name. We jump into the lawsuit. So Carol tries to sue Joe for a million dollars, and. His his response is if he's one, he goes, I literally I this is a verbatim quote. He goes, I don't own anything. <laughs> yeah. As if that's the the uh, the be all and end all. Like case closed. Good I luck suing me. I own nothing. <laughs> and he starts blowing up all his stuff. He blows up his bed. Yeah. He starts blowing up what else did he blow up? Blows up the bed. Like uh, if that's how a, like a case works. Like if you don't own it. anything, therefore you can't sue hey. me. Excuse me, I blew up a $400 bed. <laughs> if we could minus that off the, uh, if we could deduct that, please, off the settlement. Oh, okay, now you owe me, and now I'm suing you for 900, 900,600, or fucking 999,000, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> four, minus 400. <laughs> I'm okay for that. I was going to delve into it. I decided to stray away. Yeah, good Yeah, good. Good call. Great I call. I've tried to do math on this podcast before. I've had 50 people DM me. Suddenly, all of our listeners come out of the woodwork <laughs> to tell me my addition was wrong during our Bachelor podcast. 999,600. Yeah. Yeah, yes. you nailed it. Yeah. I just got a little <laughs> flustered in the moment, okay? It's a lot of pressure. A it's little a bit lot of pressure. As soon as I started listing off numbers, I was like, oh, God, what have I, Damn, what have I done deep. to I myself? I got seven digits to <laughs> yeah, run through to here. figure out. <laughs> so, basically, the money problem only has one viable solution at one point mm -hmm. before we get Mr. Jeff Lowe in the picture, yeah. and that is this documentary or this reality show, not a documentary, this reality show that yeah. Rick has been producing. However, then a fire takes place. Yeah. First of all, Rick, you are the worst producer ever. He hasn't backed up any of any the tapes. Of yeah. Dude, what are you? He talks about, this is my retirement fund. Like, that's so suspicious. Mm -hmm. I believe it was Joe based off the recording we based see later from his lawyer. Who he basically goes to his, his lawyer, says... Uh, goes to his lawyer says how do we get out of this with uh, Rick and he says oh well Rick uh, if he has no copies of it like a possible solution could be what if he lost them like mm -hmm. so incriminating himself why would you not delete that footage you have from the lawyer's office immediately yeah. it looks like Joe's done it but the most incriminating fact 
towards Rick is the fact that how do you not back up anything? Yeah. This is your retirement fund, man. Mm-hmm. We live in the modern age where not even a USB, you couldn't even have a pile of USBs where you put a couple of files onto. Yeah, even like one I, or two. Like, what are you doing? No, not anything. Nothing. I couldn't believe it. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Um, but even Joe's husband, uh, one of them, we don't really see any more Travis. Mm-hmm. Eh? Except for the fact that uh, Jeff Lowe took Travis into his mansion with Joe yeah. and they were hanging out there. I guess Travis gets to do the fun stuff and uh, <laughs> the other husband, John, gets to do all the interviews. John. But John pretty much says, like, he incriminates his own husband. He's like, yeah, Joe had motive and he had opportunity. No one would have <laughs> suspected him. Thanks. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. You're literally telling me what I already knew, I guess. But, but as you might assume, the police, the police have no idea what they're doing. They have 50 opening cases in a four-block radius. Yeah. Every like, if I ever want to rob a bank, I'm going straight to Oklahoma. Yeah. And I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing gloves. And they'll just keep interviewing. I'm people. gonna wave at the CTV camera, CCTV yeah. cameras on the way out, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna wear a giant oh. name tag on my chest. Well, it could have that could have been used by really anyone to divert <laughs> us on to Gary. <laughs> I mean, Gary told us that he was out of town, and I mean, it's just, it's just it's only been fifty years. It's too early to rule anyone out at this he point. He even and, uploaded and, pictures to his Instagram from his vacation. Everyone, it's everyone's a suspect. Everyone's yeah. a suspect. But pretty much that we have to rule out that source of income, the reality TV come uh, income, mm-hmm. out of Joe's possibility for paying Carol back. And then we're introduced to Jeff Lowe. And I've, I saw a lot of whispers on the internet about Jeff Lowe. I've been working hard to avoid spoilers, but a lot of people hate Jeff Lowe. Mm-hmm. And I see why immediately. He's just Yeah. As soon as you're introduced to him, he's wearing a, a, a cap with a bandana underneath. Yeah. <laughs> like the universal does... sign for you're being an a asshole. Horror. Yeah. 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 Clearly. Yeah. We're in a lot, drinking a lot of monster energies. Yeah. Um, and so let me hit you with this resume that we get introduced to. Okay, let's hear it. Jeff Lowe. Been through the business world multiple times. <laughs> Don't know what that <laughs> what means. Does that, what does that mean? Incredibly vague. Been all through the business world, and then he multiple did it a couple times. more times. <laughs> multiple times. Very impressive. He's a swinger. We learned that very quickly. That's okay. the second thing on your resume? Okay. Likes ecstasy and Ferraris. Okay. Very notable. Probably good with money. Might have a private jet. Now, that was unconfirmed at every point. No one knew for sure, but it was rumored he might have a private jet. Tough thing to hide. If you're not able to confirm that, I might actually assume that he doesn't have it. Mm Because, again, pretty easy to confirm. They're pretty huge. Yeah. And he's an heir. Now, this is the most suspicious thing. An heir to a circus fortune. Now, (laughs) I think... All heirs to circus fortunes should be brought into police custody and questioned for about 48 hours because I guarantee at some point a couple crimes are going to get cracked. They're mm-hmm. just going to admit to something. Oh, 100%. If you're an heir to a circus fortune, there's no way you've lived a completely innocent life. No. Sketchiness is just in your blood at that point. Do you think that's him being involved in the business world? Is just being <laughs> an heir to a, to circus, cir- for to a circus fortune? I didn't even imagine that like circus fortune would be so lucrative that you could pass it on for generations yeah Yeah, that just seems like kind of like a hey we're running the circus you want to take it over maybe and the craziest part is apparently it's not because jeff lowe's money 
is all falsified. Yeah. The Ferraris are rented. The mansion that he brings Joe to, rented. He's behind on a bunch of payments. However, Joe knows none of this, and Jeff Lowe buys the zoo from him, yeah. changes the name. It's in his possession in order so basically Carol can't strip it apart for the lawsuit and yeah. take it over. And so Joe so doesn't it, have to blow it up with the rest last of his ditch, belongings. Yeah, he's going to blow up every tiger. <laughs> can't take this one. And so it's pretty much a last-ditch Hail Mary effort. And we end the episode by... S- the word who's saying it? It's another employee that we haven't been introduced to yet, but mm-hmm. she says Jeff Lowe stole the zoo. Yeah, and so I'm going to ask you. We've and we we've seen a lot. We've seen Joe do some horrific things to Carol throughout this episode. Yeah, we've seen Carol, um, maybe burn down Joe's place. She's a potential suspect in it. We've seen Howard get walked all over once again, as he does every episode. We've been introduced to Jeff Lowe. So I'm going to ask you who. Is your villain of the week? I think Jeff Lowe. Just just for the simple fact that he's wearing that bandana underneath his hat. And I'm gonna go Jeff Lowe just for the simple fact that he's an heir to a circus fortune. Okay, yeah. And if I he think was that's just if he pick. was doing one of those things, he'd be an asshole. But he's doing both, both of them together. It's simply it's simply too much to forgive. Yeah. Even if he did, even if he wasn't a bad guy, still. Backup villain of the week, a close second. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Can't be Carol. I don't remember what happened in this episode. Oh, it's not Joe. Producer? It's actually the giant baby. Just oh, okay, okay. Very close. Very not close. actually involved with Tiger King at all. Unconfirmed. Everyone's could, a suspect. He could. Everyone is a suspect. He could have blown up that fo- footage. You never know. He he could. I man, again, I have no idea what this baby is capable of. I think he might have done it with his mind. Just yeah, he up. may have breathed fire on yeah. it. Again, it, easy to forget, mm-hmm. he is a demon. Yep. So I normally I skip your predictions for next week, mm-hmm. but I'm going to let you give a prediction because it's been eight months since you've seen Tiger King. I so what know, do you the think lines are so happens. blurred as to what happened in like each mm-hmm. episode because I watched them all at, in one go, except for the last episode. So let me know what you think happens. What I think happens? Well, I kind of know what happens because I... Okay, only, okay. So there's I'll only, skip, so, I'll there's only so much left that happens. You give your prediction as to whether Carson makes it to next podcast. I think he makes it next week. Wow, okay. I Huge think, Actually, I don't know. Because you, you heard there was a case of the coronavirus at his respective grocery store. Yes, yeah. yes, so I did. Maybe he doesn't make it. I don't know. Like alive, he might not be alive next week. Wow, okay. My prediction for next week again. Now, I've got a, I've got a couple that I'm struggling with. Like mm-hmm. Jeff Lowe, I think he may, <clears throat> I think he may end up being sort of the focal point of the rest of the series, maybe. I think Joe may. I think the maybe the crime that Joe goes to prison for is against Jeff Lowe. Like there may be major animosity there. Mm-hmm. However, let me the, let me just say this: I don't think you're ready for what's coming. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that in that case, I'm gonna stick. You're not gonna be able to predict it, like straight up. Joe and Carol 
are gonna kiss. Okay, there we go. There it is. I'm tripling down, baby. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I'm feeling good. Now, thank you guys for listening. That wraps it up for this week's episode. However, before we go, we have a sponsor for you. Now, LCBO, they're they're open. Beer store open. You're able. Uh, a lot of restaurants are selling wine. I know we. I, I picked up some from one of my favorite Italian restaurants this week. However, mm-hmm. n- you want to support a local business. What's more local than your local intern? Now, Darren, very very tiny feet, but that makes his grape stepping. He's, he's stepping on the grapes himself to create wine like they do in the old country the traditional ways mm-hmm. that makes his steps more intricate it makes it, it adds a, a delicacy to the wine his feet are actually create. so small he can individually step on the grapes on each grape he each takes one. his time and if you go to www.interndarrensfeetwine.com that's www.interndarrensfeetwine.com and put in promo code FEET. That's promo code FEET at checkout. You're going to get one free bottle mm-hmm. with the purchase of two or more bottles. So, I mean, that's a spectacular deal. And and that's really only for this week alone. Yeah. So I, I I would jump on that right away. And, and Darren is going to get jumping on those grapes as soon as those orders come flooding in. I mean, it's, a cra- like, it's even crazy that he's pumping out three bottles a week. Like, uh, yeah, just with his Absol- feet alone. Like that's that's insane <laughs> to me. He bottles them with his feet alone too. Yeah, that's it's, crazy. Again, it's an incredibly intricate process. He even ships them with his feet. He takes the, <laughs> takes to the local post office. It's it's incredible to watch. It's it really, really is, yeah, yeah, it's a treat. He's earning these credits. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> one one per year still. One per year. Yeah. Ten year contract. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. JunctureMagazine.com. Read volume seven. At Juncture Magazine on Instagram, rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Facebook. That's where we're going to be posting everything from now on. Producer Gary, remember, check out Facebook.com, get an iPhone, and a weapon never flies at night. <laughs>